Yo, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the All Pro Joppos. We bring you the highly elevated sports talk for the highly elevated sports fan. I am your host, JP. Hey, yo. And with me, as always, the 610 Beast from the Southeast, Mr. Country K. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers. And behind the boards for us today, marvelous Maverick. Is with us. I don't look like the athlete of the day supposed to look. My belly is just a little big. My hand is just a little big. But, brother, I am bad, and they know I'm bad. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, appreciate you guys for hanging out with us. This episode brought to you by Groundbreaking Enterprises, a prime real estate company ready to buy your house as is considered selling. Then you need to call Groundbreaking Enterprises at 510-646-7891 and get your free no-obligation offer. Now sell your home with Groundbreaking Enterprises. K. Um, I think I pissed off a lot of people on social media. Um, cause since this morning, and we've had this conversation before you and I, but I was on Twitter today, you know, checking the toxic, uh, pool that is, um, Twitter. And I saw the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Um, they put up a post, and it said, um, uh, "It said, which is more impressive, um, going fifty and zero, and we're talking about Floyd Mayweather." Or 107-6-2 record. And we're talking about Julio Cesar Chavez. Now, Kay, you and I have talked about um, Floyd Mayweather before. And this comparison, uh, you know, the when we talk about the greatest boxers of all time. Um, so I put my opinion down. I said uh, Floyd ducked fights um, under the mask of not enough money or they aren't worth my time. Uh, whereas Chavez fought literally anybody that they put in front of him, um, you know, with Chavez in 13 years, he went 87 and 0, uh, before his first loss, Floyd went 50 and 0 in 21 years. Um, not so, and I put not saying Floyd wasn't great, but you can also ask Floyd's daddy and his uncle about how good Chavez was, meaning both of them fought Chavez. Um, back when they were fighting. And I had also had to make a point because everyone seems to think, you know, oh, you know, uh, Chavez was was fighting nobodies and, and all this other kind of – people were getting so mad and defensive over, over this that I had to break down things to him. And – I looked at the first 17 fights, which was a span of two years, about two and a half years, actually, for Floyd Mayweather. And he fought uh, nobodies. It was a pat the stats style of thing. And people are going, oh, Chavez fought, you know, plumbers and taxi drivers and all this other shit back in, you know, his first, you know, 50 fights or whatever were against bums and I thought about it going like did you just hear his first we're comparing 50 fights where in that span of time he fought world class fighters comparing to a two and a half year span where Floyd only had 17 fights under his belt I also made it the point that Julio Cesar Chavez started his boxing career at the age of 17 years old. By the time he was 20, he was already a champion. And he was already fighting the big time money fights by the time he was 20 years old. 
Floyd started when he was 19 and didn't start getting notable fights until he was 21 going on 22. There's a difference in these stuff. People want to talk about like, oh, well, quality over quantity. What are we talking about? No, and and most of these people have never fucking seen the Chavez fight going later than 1991. Nobody knows shit about Chavez's career and dominance throughout the 80s. So it's like, if you have no idea what was going on, how can you make an honest argument about this situation? Because Floyd, later on in, in his career, ducked fighters. He ducked Pacquiao for a while. When Pacquiao went on that run where he was just knocking everybody out left and right, Floyd came up with every excuse possible not to fight Pacquiao. And then when Pacquiao got that upset loss KO to Juan Manuel Marquez, then all of a sudden Mayweather wanted to come out, oh, yeah, you're not worth my time and everything. Bro, you ducked him, plain and simple. And I know Hans would probably disagree with me on this, but I truly feel a lot of the fighters, like, yes, he fought, in retrospect, world a good amount of world champions. But a lot of those world champions, rarely ever did you see Mayweather fight one of those uh, 25 champions that he so-called faced during their prime. Very rarely did he do it during their prime. He did. He might have done that when he was younger. Fought a couple of guys, you know, Zab Judah and everybody else when he was younger, when he was pretty boy Floyd. But when he got older, became Money Mayweather. He ducked everyone until it was either way before their prime or well after their prime. So that's the whole argument that I made. But people just, you know how Twitter gets, doesn't make any sense with some of these arguments that people made. I even showed somebody proof. I said, here, this is in a, in a span of, of, of two and a half, three years that Floyd did. And this dumb son of a bitch is like, you know that was all in one year, right? Motherfucker, you know you can't count, right? From 90 fucking six to 98, that's, that's, that's one year? I stopped. I was like, no, okay. I'm going to stop replying to some of these people because now the uh the intelligence in these replies is uh worse than zero um so and people are still right now they're arguing with each other at this point so that that's that's good for me you know i don't have to put my i already put my two cents i put my facts down i put all my shit they can argue argue amongst each other i don't give a fuck right. <laughs> that's, um, that's fine i was waiting for a break go ahead um, all right, first, I'm trying to figure out the best way to address this. I feel like you're about to be highly upset. No. <clears throat> Firstly, are these just straight fans or are they pundits? Or is it a mix? There's a mixture. So, all right. There's, there's a couple of people that I saw that were verified over a thousand followers and all that kind of stuff. There were some that I was talking to about that on that level, other ones in the hundreds and stuff like that. All right. So here's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So at that point, all y'all fans, I wouldn't necessarily say they ain't see it because to be honest with you, you was born after 91 yourself. So. Right. But I also had a grandfather who had Julio Cesar Chavez taped fights all the way from the beginning. All right. So how do you know they don't? That's that's what I'm saying. That was my. I, you don't. I know, know they. I know they don't because their responses. Not necessarily. They still can. They can like. 
they can still be a fan of somebody and then see somebody else. Because I'll ask you this question before I finish my points. Hmm. Do you feel like the game of boxing evolved technically as the years progress since, let's say, 92? Because you put 91 at the as mark point. Let's say 92. Has the game of boxing evolved from 1992 technically to 2023 as far as skill set? I would say yes, sometimes for better, sometimes for worse. Boxing has had a very like roller coastery, you know, there was an era where it was like, holy shit, this is incredible. And then there was an era of like, why the fuck are we even watching boxing anymore? This is pointless. Mm-hmm. Um, and then back to, you know, now we're having a generation of fighters coming in that are, you know, ridiculous and very skilled, very talented. The the main thing that I think that has evolved, and in my opinion, it's kind of for the worse. And to be honest, I, I kind of feel like Mayweather's a little bit behind this. The evolution of the mindset of the fighter. Because if you really look at the training, the training hasn't really ch- changed over the years. To be completely honest, nutrition and stuff like that, maybe. But when it comes to the actual physical training, not much has changed. Well, then you just pretty much shot yourself in the foot by saying nutrition, because nutrition is the biggest thing to being a boxer and have a high stamina like that to be able to go 10. To right. 12. But that doesn't but that doesn't mean that what, what I mean by nutrition is I'm not saying that boxers back in the day didn't take care of their bodies with better, good nutrition and everything they like didn't. that. I'm saying the technology of the the uh, uh, recovery medications and all this other that type of nutrition that that's evolved over time. Look, we're athletes, bro. You like regardless if it's boxing, football, basketball, track, or whatever the fuck. Nutrition is key. Your body doesn't respond and doesn't recover fast without proper nutrition, proper hydration. So, with the knowledge comes the understanding that. As time progressed, back in the gap, it was a bunch of motherfuckers that was out there smoking cigarettes in between fucking rounds. You see what I'm saying? So, again, when they're saying shit like bums, they're saying as far as being a complete athlete out there really able to fucking do everything that motherfuckers of today is doing. So, again, yes, Floyd probably fought a lot of motherfuckers out of their prime, but a lot of that shit, yeah, he probably was right because, again, his name was emerging and their name was declining. In that place, in that place, you don't make a grand fight. You helping somebody else out, and it's not a grand fight. It'll be a main event, but I'm helping this motherfucker out. So at right. that point, Floyd holds all the cards. He holds. Well, all I the mean, cards. look. So, so here's the thing. I do understand the. I may not fully agree with it, but I do understand the whole the A side. Right, we're the ones who are basically bringing in the pay per views. We're the ones bringing, we're the draw for the money. So under our terms and everything like that is the only way that this, you know, goes down. All right. So that's key. So like, I, I understand that concept, but again, I don't necessarily agree with it because that's, that to me, because again, I guess from watching a different era and then even in this era, how certain fighters present themselves, the hunger to want to keep fighting, to have as many fights as possible in a year, to want to just go, 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 just just fight. They're not picking and choosing. They're not. A lot of that shit was because, again, bro, we aspire, uh, both of us, we aspire to become professional athletes, right? We're taking a child's game or a hobby, a sense, or something you're really good at to make money. So again, most of them fighters had to take a shitload of fights because they weren't getting paid for pennies in comparison to now. You see what I'm saying? They're getting a lot of money. Like all of us are trying, like at the end of the day, those boxers, they can have the want and the will to fight and not get paid. You just fight in the fucking street. You know what I mean? Like nobody- Don King fucked over a lot of people, bro. I got that. But I'm saying is like, again, the reason why Floyd changes the game. He's able to take that stance is because he made everybody get paid. You see what I'm saying? He went from pretty boy Floyd to money Mayweather for a reason. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, because he evolved the money aspect of boxing, 
because he became the draw and he evolved his fight game to a more defensive style as he got older. So if you look at it from a technical standpoint, yeah, a lot of people going to side with Floyd because if you look at his evolution, he wasn't a one car, one trick pony. He evolved. He became something to be able to, he, he did. He went from a very attack first to more a hundred percent defense towards the end. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, he, he became primarily the, 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 counter, the counter punch fighter. And again, I, 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 I've always said this. I've, I'm not saying at all that Floyd Mayweather is not a great fighter or wasn't a great fighter. Right. I, you know, I master of the def, you know, of defense, you know, the counter punching, the speed in those counter punches. And it, it, it it's unmatched. It really is. Yeah. But in my opinion, with the record, when it, when it comes down to 107 wins over 50 and 0, that to me shows a guy's willingness no matter what. And again, people forget, people didn't want like big time fighters and stuff. They didn't want to fight Chavez. Same goes for, for Floyd. There were guys, especially early on in his career that, Hell no, nobody wanted a piece of Mayweather. But the same thing went for Chavez. Nobody wanted to fight Chavez. So Chavez was in a point where, shit, I'll take whoever I can get. I'll fight whoever. Yeah, you got bills to pay. Yeah, you know, it's like, I don't got time to waste waste with these fucking cowards. I don't give a shit. Give me whoever. I don't care. That's what that told me. Hey, look, so, I'm telling you, I feel like you're missing that point. If he's beating people's ass, that means he can't get fights. He can't pay his bills. So you rack up a shitload of fights fighting a bunch of people, like they said, a bunch of bullshitters, a bunch of ass wipes, because he's not able to get fights. He, most of his fights probably was quality until he got to a point where he was whooping too many people's ass, people were ducking. So he was had to get any fight at that point. So then, why do we fault him for that? Well, no, shouldn't that shouldn't that be one of those things like we should look at? Like, yeah, he has bums on the list, but there's a reason for that because not a lot of people wanted to fight him because of how good he was. Yeah, you kind of fault him for that because at the same time you're faulting Floyd for leveraging the money aspect. You see what I'm saying? Because again, they're professional fighters, and the main thing about that they're fighting for money, bro. Yeah, but the way he did it, though, the way he did it, I mean, again, I, I, how he did it, he got his money. He, nobody has to agree with me, honestly. Bro, you, I'm not, I'm not trying to like sway anybody. Like, people are going to feel how they're going to feel about it. But the way I see it, the way he went about it made people want him to lose, which made him, well, exactly. One, he, he just, I've watched professional wrestling. Uh, Maverick, you can attest to this. Ain't nothing like a good heel that could just piss you off, but just keeps like backing up. But there's, he he was a, he was great at promoting. 100%. Had the gift of gab for sure. Couldn't read worth the shit, but he has the gift of gab. Well, not sure that is. (laughs) But, it, with, with him, it just the way it was kind of like I'm gonna pick and choose like when I want to fight somebody because you know it, it because if you really look at it, his prized asset was the record. If he lost that record, the marketability of how he was goes out the window. Nah, you have the, the you have the shit perspective now. Now I was with you for half of that shit, but now you're way off base. I'm telling you, you're not factoring in money. You have to factor in the money. You can't just overlook the money. They're professional athletes, bro. They're doing that shit for bread. I mean, you he, have to Mayweather kind of had to because he gambled all of the shit away. That's on him, though. He no. had plenty of money to be able to put that shit away and put savings and all that other kind of stuff. Okay, but again, it's not. it's not about just having enough money for the people's perspective, is having enough money to be, have a seat at the table to make real calls and real shots. That's what he's trying to be able to do. At the end of the day, every professional athlete, like say football, for instance, every football player, if they go to the NFL, their ultimate dream is to own a team. Hmm. 
That's a billionaire's company's thing. You're not going to make that being an athlete unless you're saving every fucking penny and you're not moving into an area that you have to live in because motherfuckers know you have money. Because in order to get that status, you got to be real good to get big-ass contracts, big-ass endorsement deals. You get what I'm saying? So in order to do that, in Floyd's perspective, you have to become the heel. You have to want everybody to not like you, to watch you lose. So now if you're buying each fight, just like this to fight Floyd going to lose, this to fight Floyd going to lose. And now he got more people hating him watching the fight than people cheering for him. So now he still wins because he get a big-ass pot because now all the people that bought this pay-per-view, now all these people's in the fucking stadium, and now he's getting bigger venues because they have to fit more people because there's more haters in this crowd. <laughs> so it's like you got to think about it from that perspective. Floyd is a very smart businessman from that perspective of being a heel and being an entertainer. Absolutely. So again, 100%. The exact I same agree with that. The wrestling blueprint. If you look at it from a wrestling blueprint, he is trying to get the SummerSlam, WrestleMania, and all that bullshit. Is, am I right? Am I, is that the big event? Am I right? Because I'm not no. a wrestling fan like you two. No, you're, you're, you're spot on. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So he became the heel from that perspective. He can't be Pretty Boy Floyd. If he's just Pretty Boy Floyd the entire time, that shit wouldn't make no, you know what I'm saying? It wouldn't make it like that. It wouldn't, it wouldn't pop. Become Manny Mayweather, I'm doing it for the money. Fuck that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he probably understood the marketing and looked at the fucking landscape of the shit because it was getting boring, because it was weak. You get what I'm saying? Because people was disinterested in fighting. So now you who who makes more people come to you? A heel. A heel to make anything pop. It ain't going to be the hero. Ain't no hero without a villain. You see what I'm saying? And usually people show up to watch the villain get their ass kicked. Exactly. So yeah. the thing is, Floyd yeah. has to become that villain. So, yeah, he pick and choose his fights. That makes sense because you can't just fight anybody. You're getting them popular now. You see what I'm saying? Everybody he lost to blew the fuck up. Can he beat Canelo? Canelo was emerging, but Canelo blew the fuck up after Floyd. You see what I'm saying? Same thing with Conor McGregor. Every fucking body he don't fall after he fucking became this. I still don't like the fact that Conor McGregor is part of that 50 and out. I got that, but I don't what, like that. Hey, look, that's what the boy wanted to do. The boy, you, Conor McGregor was healing his shit, whooping everybody's ass, and he started talking real crazy. You see what I'm saying? So two heels going against each other, everybody was watching that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> everybody was watching that motherfucker. Yeah, but that was the first. Who came but out? I got to give, give credit to Conor in this case. Open y'all's eye if you could. That's how people I, thought. But, I mean, I got to give it to Conor because the way Conor fought, Floyd changed his style. He looked like pretty boy Floyd again. He right. was on the aggression. Yeah, he was pushing. He was... Maverick. <laughs> like, so Maverick says AWE has uh, MJF for that exact reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude can fucking talk. See what I'm saying? That sells tickets, bro. So you got to look at Floyd's stance a little different. Like I understand. Julio Cesar Chavez had a lot of fights, but a lot of that shit, people probably are counting that. Like, at a certain point, he couldn't get fights. So the man had to pay his bills. Yeah, he gonna whoop motherfuckers' asses. But at a certain point, the man couldn't get no damn fights. We understood it was livelihood at that point. 87 and 0, he had 74 knockouts at that time, too. Like, man couldn't get fights, bro, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, but, but see, I don't look at that as, like, something to hold against him. I look at that as something to actually think about going, fuck, people were afraid to fight this guy. Now, I'm not saying, like, Julio Cesar Chavez nor Floyd Mayweather were the only fighters to ever come out exactly. that people were scared to fight. Look at Mike Tyson, for example. <laughs> people were terrified of that man for good I reason. Mean, your example just proved my point, but <laughs> you know it's just, but, but I don't hold that against Mike. I don't hold that. I wouldn't hold that against Floyd. People ducking him and everything like, because they were afraid to fight him. I don't hold that against him. Yeah. But at the same time, if you think about it, if you make him Floyd the heel, if you make him Floyd the heel, I, I make well, Floyd the heel point, when he's the that. one ducking others. That's that, when I that's, make him the heel. The, hold on, let me read what Maverick says. He said, if they make a guy like uh, MJF champion, you'll want a top babyface to step up and build those main event matches, butts in the seats. 100% true. Butts in, butts in seats. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, bro, like, I'm telling you, you got you to gotta sell tickets. What, 
What do they say in the wrestling? What uh, Bubba Ray Dudley? Strike a chord, sell a ticket. Telling you. So that's that's what I'm trying to get you to understand, bro. Like, you, I feel like you're looking at. Four I don't give a fuck what anybody uh, says. Professional wrestlers know their shit, man. <laughs> yeah, but every rest, every boxer is gonna be like, I want to fight him. I want to fight him. Yes, yeah, because that's gonna make you popular. That's gonna make you popular. Yeah, you want to fight him. Okay. That's why he gave he graced everybody that he felt like had an actual shot. It'll be an actual decent fight to be able to sell tickets. They'd be able to do certain things. Well, That's how I, I, it. It, it was a good. It was. I mean, I was. Ha it was productive conversation with people. Right. Up until people just started talking bullshit. Then I just checked out. I was like, all right, I'm not going to be a part of it anymore. Y'all can fight amongst each other. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm done with it. As soon as it starts becoming stupid, um, I'm checking out. I'm checking out. There's only so much toxicity I can deal with. Honestly. But having productive conversations about it, especially like the one that we're having right here, because you're making great points. Like, like it, it makes sense. Yeah, but it's like, why can't more people talk like this? I don't understand. <laughs> well, it's not that difficult. Fuck. <laughs> well, a lot of people don't even understand that. But like I said a lot of people do. Like, a lot of them don't understand to take a different angle first. It's like, a, it's easy for a lot of people to shoot your credibility down to make themselves seem smarter. You see what I'm saying? Like, if they try to shoot your credibility down, then say all of that shit. Then it makes them seem like a fucking genius. But if they actually say these points and then it's like, all right, it's understood, then it's over with. You know what I'm saying? Some people are like, oh, like, tell me you're a casual boxing fan without telling me you're a casual boxing fan. I was like, well, then fucking tell me something. If I don't know, talk to me. Nothing. Exactly. Shut the fuck up. If you're not going to come with receipts, bitch, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. I don't want, if you're not going to come up with an actual point to back up, you're just going to talk shit without any points, fuck off. That shit does not work with me. I will bury your ass like I did a few people on here. Gain some followers because of it. Shout out to those guys. Yeah, I, I, I it just, if we're going to have a productive conversation, let's have a fucking productive conversation. If I'm wrong, for my opinion, tell me why. If it makes sense, I'll agree. If it doesn't make sense, I won't. It just, that's just how it is. If you can convince me again, from what I've seen compared to what I've seen, I, I've seen Floyd from the beginning of his career all the way to the end. I've seen the videos and everything else like that. And from basically 93, when I was conscious, you know, especially like in 93, 94, all the way up until Julio retired, I watched his fights then. You know, so from what I've seen from both fighters, this is how I develop my opinion. I'm not blowing shit out of my ass. This is what I've actually seen. So it's like that. That's why I'm saying if if, if people have a different opinion, that's completely fine. But y'all motherfuckers better have receipts. If you're going to talk shit, you better have something to back it up. But I mean, hey. Twitter will be Twitter, right? Most definitely. And this motherfucker said, okay, prove it. Read the comments, bitch. You're late. You're way late. Well, I'm pro proving it enough. Look, Kiss my got, ass. You got interaction from another motherfucker. That's all I know. Yeah, I was going to say, let, let them <laughs> fight it out here. <laughs> what you should do, though, next is clip this conversation and then fucking put that up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely will. Uh, before we move on, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is also brought to you by our friends over at Gunner Sports. Uh, step your game up this offseason and enroll in Gunner Sports Academy uh, for the clinics going until July 26th. Uh, go to Gunnersports.com to register. Shout out to uh, Leslie, the CEO there of Gunner Sports, and everybody else that uh, handles that. They also do the bay area cali classic every year which we've been to for the last two years and it's been awesome every single time uh so again gunnersports.com go register now um 
there's a part of me that wanted to that wanted to talk NBA. But then there's another part of me that I feel like we've talked about it and everything else that's come up since then has kind of been a repeat of what we've talked about. So we're at a point now where one, I, the NFL people, there's nothing going on in the NFL. Sorry. There's just not, nothing, nothing whatsoever going on that's worth, um, really anything to talk about at this point other than the draft just happened you know a little while ago that was kind of the big thing at that point and then after that it's just simple OTAs there hasn't been really any trades of noteworthy free agency pools that have been you know yeah there's talk about other people but there there's really nothing going on in the NFL NBA just had their draft um Summer league and everything's going to be coming up with them. No off season for the fucking NBA, apparently. Um, you guys already know we don't talk baseball for the obvious reasons. Um, A7FL, um, guys, go go to A7FL.com slash championship and get your tickets. Everybody, um, for the combine if you're trying to get in there it's actually limited to only 200 people so and your um your payment of i believe it was 65 last i last i checked not only will you get into the combine but that also pays for your admission and stuff like that into the a7fl championship and all the um the the festivities during the weekend um so get in there now before all the spots get uh filled up uh go register um if you're not going to be in the combine you just want to enjoy the weekend and stuff they just have they have uh um tournaments and stuff like that they got an esports tournament that's coming up question uh they have a uh an indoor uh, arena game that's going to happen question um, question go ahead this all these other events outside of combine did, were you able to sign us up for those are we able to sign up for those we... sign up for those we are. Um, we just need to get to again the the registration spots and everything like that. We just gotta go to those and fill those out. Right, um, cool. but yeah, if we want to participate in any of the things, we can. But the real big story about the A7FL right now, and I was just watching the other side of the ball, um, before we got onto the show here, and <laughs> so much spicy talk is happening. The uh, Matt Ryan versus Casey Cox 40-yard um, dash run um, was a big part of the conversation. They were thinking of terms of like, uh, you know, what would happen that people were at or some people asked for Matt Ryan to put up his hair. Um, there were some Casey actually put up if Casey wins. And he said this, if I win, I get Matt Ryan's spot in the booth for the A7FL championship. Now, in no way do I think that's going to happen. Um, but something will be agreed to at that point. And then Mr. Corey Hammond was called out. Corey kind of did it to himself as. Uh, you know, Corey kind of did it to himself, as he kind of kind of does. Uh, Fuck, I was muted. <laughs> he uh, so he's he's gotten himself into a situation now where they're at basically saying, you know, because uh, one of the guys on there was saying that he would race the winner of um. Matt Ryan and Casey Cox. And then Corey got in there saying, I'll race you, but uh, I'll backpedal to race you. So he's talking shit. So the other dude just basically said, okay, well, how about we do a one-on-one? Since you want to backpedal, you be the corner. I'll be the receiver. Route, you run a route, whatever. If I catch a pass on you, then, you know, he said uh, there were a couple of things. One of them was that Corey Hammond had to shave his head. 
which okay can you picture Corey hammond bald i'm still trying to process matt bald that's kind of where i was at first like that's that's really why i was still stuck at i'm like i bro that's why i said fuck i was muted because when you said that i said oh no not matt (laughs) not fucking matt so yeah uh whoa both of those guys bald now think about it here be the funny part if they're both bald as a motherfucker and Rob's the only one up there with hair, I swear to you, Rob probably be three weeks in still laughing at these motherfuckers. Be- because think about this. If they, they're doing all of this before the actual A7FL championship. That's what I'm saying. And then now... So they, no, there's a possibility that Matt and Corey Hammond can be bald. When I tell you, and we'll be there for the whole thing. Corey's not most likely gonna be bought up. Corey, bro, I love you, but I thought it was a race. I'd have gave you more hope there, but shit, you playing corner? I mean, you a quarterback, dog? Like, no, nah, I don't know about this one. This this might be, this might be one of those journeys. He, he, he's going up one on one against a fifty uh, two year old. I don't oh, know how much that means. Oh, oh, that now that wasn't specified. That's a big part of the context, sir. I'm I'm back on Corey's side. What the fuck is going on here? I know 54 year olds is like they new age 54 year olds, so they ain't ain't they ain't the old pop pops and grandmas no more, but like you know what I mean? Like, ha ha. Hey Corey, you might got a shot. <laughs> You might got a shot. I might be back on the Corey train on this one. Uh, it's still... <laughs> we'll see. Hey, 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 hey. Is somebody, because they both somebody's father, but I mean somebody's father, because that's an adult. Their kids are adults. They're adult or in high school, one of the two. That's somebody's oh, father. Shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Corey got kids. He got teenagers oh. over there or adults. <laughs> It's a whole different household. If Corey Hammond had to go bald, his wife would be roasting his ass for the rest of his life. Bro, when I tell you that... 100% that's what happened. I, I seriously feel like he's... Man, look. I don't know, bro. He might He might have. If Buddy said that shit confident with the route thing, I'm like... Oh, no. He said... Bro, he was saying, like, some, like, straight up phrasing shit like he was he he was uh, some uh, talking about he's about to get up in Corey's gooch and shit like he, yeah yeah no it was getting pretty uh it was getting pretty uh, uh descriptive in I some mean, of the hey two things i'm gonna say they are the other side of the ball <laughs> People, that's a joke. That is a joke, but a goddamn good one. Hey, look. Oh, man. I can't sit there and just disregard. I can't disregard that, you know? Yeah, he he was talking. And he didn't, like, and Derek and everybody, they were like, whoa, pause. And he's like, no, I'm going to fuck. I'm going to say it all. He went hard, huh? He's like, I'm about to go in there, and I can see Big Rob in the chat going, hey, yo. <laughs> no. My man said, hold on. Nah. Yeah. He's a, he, yeah. It, it was uh, it was getting very uh, up close and personal. Well, that's um, what Eddie going to do. He's trying to get personal court. That's what it actually sounds like. Seems like he was on par for what his message originally was. He wanted to get close and personal. Like, shit. It's 2023. Wants to be able to smell Corey's per- or cologne. That's what he wants. He definitely said perfume. Um, I'm just going to go ahead. Say, I, yeah, I, well, I corrected myself. Thank you. Hey, look, you still got to acknowledge the fact that you said it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> look, I'm going to tell you right now. That's going to, if, if they win, if both parties win, like Matt and Corey, all right. You know what I mean? I, I don't remember what was the what was Matt's thing. What Casey? Well, that I I don't think they've agreed on anything yet, but they were throwing out suggestions. One of them, Matt going bald. Another one, uh, Casey taking Matt's place in the booth um, to call the championship game. 
those are both not losing though. I mean, like, what was one of the suggestions for KC losing? Oh shit. Uh to be honest, I don't think uh KC mentioned uh what he had to do. So Matt didn't respond at all to this. No, not that I saw, no. All right, now you Casey should Matt's be- probably Matt was probably busy actually preparing and doing something to for the benefit of the show that day. Um like uh Casey should be worried. Um because that's a creative man and uh yeah, I don't know if this is gonna work in his I, I, I would not underestimate Matt Ryan whatsoever. That's all I'm saying. That, and that's exactly what I'm saying. So his creativity might be the scary point at this one. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He, he's gonna <laughs> but I mean I, I was like, yeah, nobody's gonna call out Big Rob because that's 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 just dumb. Nor would Big Rob partake in anything that goes down, so <laughs> Well, they, I feel like they knew that, so they was like, yeah, ain't no point. But I'm thinking about it going like, damn. This is going to be the most entertaining and hilarious weekend I think I've ever been a part of in a while. Yeah, they, hey, look, you got to have good interaction, especially the first time really being face-to-face with each other in this type of setting, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Definitely. So this is, but it's like we're kind of in between. It's like we're we're just sitting there like Michael Jackson meme, just fucking watching, eating with popcorn, just in the middle of the whole thing. And that's exactly until hey, look, somebody say my name, then we're good. But no one says me. I'm I'm just gonna sit there and enjoy the show because that's hey, look, <laughs> that's exactly what we came to do. <laughs> oh, I'm excited to see what happens that day. And it's on the, so we've got the conference championship um, on the ninth, not this coming um, weekend, but the next weekend, uh, the conference championship from the Watchmen against the Nightcrawlers and the um, Insomniacs versus the Chaos. Uh, Scooter was also on the other side of the ball. Uh, talking a little bit, the quarterback for the Insomniacs. Um, and he said all 29 guys are traveling um, and all the staff is going too. So they're going to be very well prepared, very well traveled um, when it comes to the conference championship, which, you know, credit to Derek Duncan, you know he had a big part in that, um, making sure that Vegas had no excuses. Um so happy to hear it. It's going to be entertaining. There's been a lot of trash talking by uh, by by Ohio for people not giving them any respect. Um, people including Mr. Country K here. Uh, not a drop. Not a goddamn drop. Not no fucks given whatsoever um, for this. So it, it's going to be. So when we get there, because we're going to be getting there Thursday afternoon, um, we know Friday is going to be the beginning of everything. Um, we don't, I don't know when they're going to be doing like the, you know, the vents against each other and stuff like that. Um, I have a feeling it would be Friday because I feel like Saturday would be a big prep day. So I feel like Friday might be when everything goes down. Um, but we'll see. Um, gentlemen, appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Not saying goodbyes, but just the station identification time. Uh, All Pro Jaffos, highly elevated sports talk for the highly elevated sports fan. I'm your host, JP, with Country K and Marvelous Maverick in the background. Uh, talking A7FL, we were talking fighting and everything earlier. Uh, this episode also brought to you by uh, Mountain Mike's Pizza the way it ought to be. Um, Kay, what's the biggest thing that you're looking forward to for that weekend? Mm. 
Probably the chip itself. The game itself? Yeah. All the other shit, it's like going to be fucking secondary. It's going to be fun. You know what I mean? But, yeah, the game. A part of me feels like it. Like, I hope it's not a blowout. The championship? I doubt that. Yeah. I hope it's not. I doubt it. I highly doubt that. I hope so, man, because... I'm, I'm, I'm certain that Insomniac's going to blow these boys out. That's what I'm certain of. Of the chaos? <laughs> it's going to be over with. That shit over with. Look, you could be as mad as the fuck you want to. Go right on to the house with your old lady and all that shit. Mad as fuck. <laughs> Or you're what about uh? Because I don't know how people work. About the Watchmen and the uh, and the Nightcrawlers. That's gonna be a close game, and I'm only giving Florida credit because that's where I'm from, and they got an NFL player. <laughs> like that NFL player says last, but I really mean first. <laughs> Like where I'm from is like the order is really you can flip that some bitch exactly how that stands. Just flip it, NFL player, you know, all the bullshit underneath, and then I'm last. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. That's the reason why I feel like it's gonna be a close game. Um, that and Baltimore not gonna take Florida uh, lightly, so it's, they're gonna both be playing. They're gonna be really out there playing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I think it's going to be a, a, a good game to watch. This is in the championship game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just excited. Like, honestly, this is like our first, like, big experience. You know what I mean? Like, where it, it involves, like, a whole weekend and us having to like travel to it. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm really looking forward to just kind of the whole opportunity, the whole the whole fact that we can be there to enjoy the game, enjoy, you know, the the people that were there to you know, to that we're there to see and the players and everything else like that. It's just going to be one of those times I feel that we're going to, one, we're going to remember this shit for a while because all three of us are going to be there. I'm actually super excited about that to be, to, to have mad sticks there with us. Um, hopefully he can get some more, get some good, uh, exposure and stuff like that while we're down there. But having the three of us there, I think, is big. Um, And I was kind of thinking about it going. All three of us are there. What kind of shit are we going to get into that weekend? As far as what? I I feel like there's a lot that's going to be. Like we're, I feel like we got a plan for it because we're going to be in so many different places that weekend. Um, well, maybe not because most of it's being held at their arena, right? I'm so confused what you're talking about right now. Like, what do you mean we're going to be in different places? That's what I was thinking. I was like, I was like, are we really going to be in different places or? Is everything being held at the arena? It's going to be at the auto field house, bro. Everything's at the auto field house, bro. Everything's okay. So we don't have to worry about that. Never mind. Never mind. At Lucas Stadium. It's going to be just like that, bro. Just like that. Okay. Yeah, never mind. Well, we don't have to really go anywhere. Um, That's what I'm saying. Everything's going to be there. Like when they had the games and shit, they're not going to have a flag football game during running 40s. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not going to do that. I think 
You think they would let us be on the field during the flag football game and the indoor football game? Bro, I was trying to play in both of those. That's why I'm asking, can we do those? Oh, can we? No, we they we cannot play in those actual games. Oh, no. oh shit. That's what those teams and stuff like that are already set. And... Oh, well. uh, uh, <laughs> oh, I feel like we should. We should be able to. That'd be good. That's that's a couple of you know down the line. So, so when we do the down the line, are we just gonna do the whole weekend, or are we gonna do different portions? That's what I was talking about before off offline. I was saying that <clears throat> we got to have a name for like a different for different avenues and different things that we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like this is a vlog situation. You see what I'm saying? So it's a whole stretched out vlog, but it'd be different episodes in the vlog. And at the same time, it's basically three down the lines. So that's what I was saying about ske- like writing down content to be able to do and just having all, like just writing out all the ideas. Like none of them are bad, so don't scratch out shit. Just write all ideas. Yeah. Because it's such a, a good amount of days and they already have everything scheduled out. We have to fill in other spaces for content. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. the idle time can't just be unused. So we have to continue to record and film content and different things. That's why I was saying things like the Olympics with uh, like the staff and shit like that. Cause I know those guys going to be at the, the house most of the time, you know what I'm saying? But like when they're not at the field house, they'll be at the actual house. You know what I'm saying? And then you can do different shit with them. You know what I'm saying? Like one night be like an Olympic type event, just something simple. You know what I mean? Like ring toss around the fucking like, cone or some shit and then want like flip cup like a whole bunch of drinking games have a beer pong team whatever the fuck you get what i'm saying like it's a whole bunch of different things that we can do film as uh fill in for content so it's just a continuous thing so that whole four day weekend we literally got like i said three down the lines right that's a all already that's a vlog series now an introduction to a vlog series you get what i'm saying and at the exact same time you have different elements of content that we could just put out. So we should come out of this weekend with at least 30 to 40 videos if we schedule it the right way. Is that number about right, Maverick? That's four days? Yep, yep, got a thumbs up. Well, so yeah, yeah that's, that's a lot of content and I like it. <laughs> I like it. I mean, we're also going to have the podcast when we're there uh, that Friday. Um, you know, <coughs> I we might be having a guest. Well, most likely we're having guests. <laughs> like, 100% honest, we're having we guests. We probably should record oh. <laughs> episodes and save them in the chamber type shit. Yeah, uh, 100% we're going to be having guests through the whole thing. So um, it's just going to be... <laughs> It's going to be cool kind of hanging out and kind of getting to know everybody. Um, you know, the kind of the whole atmosphere, basically the production team of and uh, all that for the league, just kind of getting to know how things get run, the people behind it. Um, a lot of them, if not all of them, more relatable than you would actually think. Uh, <laughs> and I love every bit of it. Um, and I'm thinking like that we there's going to be a lot of like competitive juices flowing a lot of uh, a lot of friendly banter and shit talking is definitely going to be happening Um, I'm thinking like how much shit in person are we going to see Corey Hammond talk and how hilarious is it going to be so that gives me an idea. You, you kind of access a part of my brain I normally don't try to use on the show because it takes me to a place where I'm, you know what I mean? Anyway, so as far as that right there, we could definitely have a piece of content right now. Like, not necessarily fucking recording, but just recording those pieces. Uh, and I ain't going to say piece of shit, but I'm just saying those moments where we're getting piece, pieces of Corey talking shit. See? We just have a whole highlight reel of Corey's best shit talking moments of the yeah. weekend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you gotta oh, he's our he's our you can fill a 20 minute video with that. That's what I'm saying. 
I wouldn't necessarily have 20, but I, I would break it down into part one, part two, <laughs> part four, or just four parts, five-minute videos a piece if we get 20 minutes of it. Oh, Maverick, I can make the super cut for sure. See what I'm saying? Fuck yeah. That's easy. It's easy to monetize. See where I'm at? That's why I've been like, all of this content we throw them out there, bro. I'm telling you, you get all of that. You right. you keep talking about Corey. Rob, it, he talked more shit than Corey. Corey talked volume. Rob is a juggler boxer. You hear me? He is a juggler boxer. He don't even reach to the throat. We're not going to sit here and have a discussion, motherfucker. It's going to be over now. One punch knockout style. <laughs> he goes only for the juggler. So <laughs> you get moments. You got moments, bro. I'm telling you. You got yeah. a lot of moments, especially especially during those, like, say if we have those, like, say, just say if we have a beer pong shit, for instance. Holy shit. That's so much fucking content because they're going to naturally just talk shit in the competition aspect. They're competitors. And then you get people that aren't <laughs> competitors or don't, or they're competitors and they don't play anymore and they're just a part of the crew that'll come out of them. They'd be like, this motherfucker talking shit? <laughs> and draining the motherfuckers. I cannot wait, dude. It's going to be so fucking awesome. Like, honestly. Like, just to... I don't know, just thinking of all the possibilities that could happen. You know, for that weekend. And I'm glad we're I'm glad we're going. I'm glad we've been invited to go and everything like that. That's awesome. You know, we definitely appreciate everybody in the A7FL three on one podcast, other side of the ball. Um I think I think Trey just dropped his own podcast with another player. Um, called Our View. Um, so go check that out as well. We've had Trey Robinson on this show before. One of the uh, most shit-talking episodes we've had. Um, not including uh, Corey Hammond. Um, so he has his. Go check that out. <clears throat> and people, it's been it's been one hell of a ride. Um, we're in two hundred. And 11 episodes in um, through about a, a three-year span. Uh, we kept grinding. We kept going. And all the hard work is paying off. We're ending up going to the A7FL Championship. A lot more else to come. We got San Jose State season coming up again uh, really soon. Um, we're going to be talking with Hans again pretty soon because uh, we definitely need to talk to him before the uh spence crawford fight um okay will you say something no i said it was season 2.1 for san jose state yep not say point one because our first game was the first the last game. game of the season all right yeah. <laughs> 2.1 that's good um so we'll get we'll get to see that we we'll get to enjoy all of that and you know hopefully a lot more things kind of set up along the way which I think it will. I, I really do believe it will. We've gotten to a point right now. We've made a lot of pretty good connections, I think. And um, we definitely have the capabilities to be making things happen. So it's definitely going to happen. Just stay with us. We appreciate you guys on the Jaffa Army um, for being with us this entire time from the very beginning up until now. Um this Wednesday, we will see you guys again on Friday. Um, talking A7FL, we've got Dub Alvarez um, from the other side of the ball, who's going to be joining us on Friday to talk A7FL, get more of uh, the Vegas side of things, considering we we know pretty much everything there is to know about the East. We want to know more about the West, so Dub Alvarez is going to be with us. Don't miss that uh go you see all the social medias there at the bottom we just did a reaction video and everything go check that out got a lot of good stuff out there on the social media contents we build together we grow together we appreciate the hell out of you guys for being with us for myself jp for the 610 beast from the southeast mr country k and for the marvelous maverick in the background we'll see you guys again next time deuces <laughs>